Hey, Darren, I'm watching the best show on television. You want to know what it is? What is it? I think I know, but what is it? Inglorious Trexperts. And you're thinking to yourself, wait a second, that's not a TV show. But it is. But it is. It It is. is. It's a TV show because you can watch us on the Electric Now app. It's an app for streaming video podcasts as well as movies, television, and more. You can see us on demand on Electric Now. I demand it. I demand because I demand it. Commodore Stone can watch us on the Electric Now app. And how do you get the Electric Now app? Because apparently people are having trouble understanding the concept. Just go to your app store from whatever device you're using or all of the devices you're using. And you download it to your phone, your iPad, your Roku, your whatever, whatever you, whatever you, whatever you have that streams. Other than a Viewmaster, you download it and, and then you watch it 100% free. There's no charge. There's no Patreon. There's no Electronic Frontier. All there is is a free app. So download the Electric Now app from your favorite app store and watch us on Electric Now. Need to make a call? Look for a police call box. That's where you'll find Two on Who, the new Doctor Who podcast from Electric Surge. Two on Who is available wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like Star Trek, you'll love Inglorious Trexperts, in which our Trexperts... Mark A. Altman and myself, Darren Doctorman, talk Trek every Saturday wherever you listen to podcasts. If you're a fan of the 430 movie, you'll love Best Movies Never Made, hosted by myself, Josh Miller. And Steven Scarlatta. Where we explore some of the greatest movies never made, like E.T. 2. Johnny Quest. Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian. And Halloween 3D. New episodes available every other Monday wherever you listen to podcasts. What is up, everyone? Welcome to the Rebel and the Rogue podcast. I am the Rogue Bevan, and to my right screen is my co-pilot, Jason Tobias. What's up, up, everybody? I hope you're safe out there. I hope you're social distancing, and I hope you're into Star Wars, because that's what we talk about on this podcast. we got an amazing guest today, and also joining us is Mr. Peter Holmstrom, the commander. Peter, how you doing? Hello there. Good. Thank you so much for having me back. These are the most secure buildings on Earth. The White House, the Pentagon, the Kremlin, and George Lucas's Skywalker Ranch. It started as the ultimate heist. Linus laid the whole thing out in fifth grade. What's your game plan? We storm the ranch or we die trying. This is a suicide mission. It will become the ultimate road trip. Trap in, fellas. It may be crazy. Yeah! <laughs> it may be dangerous. Bam, bam, bam. Go! Ah! Gary Knowles. Which one to use windows? I'm windows. <laughs> nice to meet you. Oh! Harry knows the kicking window But if you make the right connections... It's all there. Maps, passcodes. How did you score all this stuff? Are you kidding? I'm William Shatner. I can score anything. The possibility. You want to take your shirt off. As you wish. Warm. Much private convo. Dude, get out of here. It's not a good time. The force is strong with me here. Are endless. Somebody tell me what the damn red button's for. Light speed, kid. Light speed. Yeah. Punch it! 
Princess Leia, Lando Calrissian, Darth Maul, Shooter McGavin, the warehouse guy from The Office, the guy from Tropic Thunder, Jay, the guy from Die Hard 4, the hot chick from Sin City, and Captain James T. Kirk. Friend of yours? Fanboys. Oh, come on! Quick, into the garbage chute! This. You guys don't think that the um, we are in George Lucas's trash room. The walls are not going to close in on us. Ah, why? Who do we got today, Bevan? Who do we got oh, today? On? Big time. Oh man, one of my good old friends. He loves to do Yoda voices and Palpatine voices and all the Force <laughs> voices. Dan Vogler. It's me. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In the house. How's it going? Happy right. to have you, Dan. Thank you. Dan, thank yeah. you. Yeah, it's good to be here. Dan, are you still in the UK? Yes, yes, I am. It's uh, yeah, it's it's weird. It's actually getting chilly again here, which is it was getting it was getting what? hot, and then it started to get cold again. It's like, oh man, this whole thing is just feels like it's like. It's like starts to be spring. No, no, it's not. No, it's like it's just like they keep they give you a little bit and then they take it away from you. <laughs> yeah. I hate when that happens. Dan, you're familiar with Star Wars, right? I think so. Yeah, I like Star Wars. <laughs> do you like Star Wars? Yes. How much do you like Star Wars? Enough to be in a fan film about Star I mean, Wars? Yes. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I, I like Star Wars so much that Empire Strikes Back is my favorite movie tied with Raiders of the Lost Ark. Two winners. Oh. Yeah. Two winners right there. Wow. Harrison yeah. Ford. Both have Harrison Ford in them. Harrison Ford. It's true. They got there was a lot of punches. <clears throat> yeah, he did. a lot of punches at Harrison Ford. He does. Hey, you want to hear my Harrison Ford impression? Right yes. On. Give it to us. Yes, do okay. it. I heard. I learned this from um, Ross, uh, Ross Marquand, who's from uh, The Walking Dead. Plays Aaron on The Walking Dead. He does quite a bit okay. of impressions. So this is my okay. Harrison Ford that I stole from <laughs> Ross Marquand. Here we go. Okay. You get off of my Wookiee, huh? <laughs> Are you good? Good. It's good. It's good. Okay, I'll take it. I'll take it. Maybe, yeah, maybe I'll, I'll do some it. more later. I'll take it. I don't know. You can do all the impressions. Dan, walk us through your history with Star Wars, how you got exposed <laughs> to it, what the first, what toys you collected, all those things. Oh, my goodness. And stuff. Wow. A stroll down oh, no. Star Wars Lane. Mm -hmm. I um, yes, please. Like I said, my favorite Star Wars was Empire Strikes Back. The first, um, nineteen eighty-three. That's when uh, Return of the Jedi came out. That was like the first movie that I really remember, like seeing sitting in the movie theaters. Um, and uh, so Return of the Jedi. The toys that I had were numerous. Right, man. Um, so I had, I had, um, 
I had the Death Star. I had the multi-layer Death Star. I had um, the Millennium Falcon. Uh, I had I had a freaking ad at. I had uh, Dagobah. Um, I had a, a hunk of Hoth. I had a bunch of like Guy City stuff, Bespin stuff. Um, what else did I have? Man? I had a I had a ton of of Star Wars figures. I had the I had the Darth Vader helmet, you know, with all of the the and doubles of like a lot of the figures. Um, and, uh, and I actually, I was in, oh, I was very sad. I was in college and I had to pay rent and this guy came over to my house and he, he was like the comic book guy from the Simpsons and he like <laughs> came to my house and he, I was like, I was like, man, you know, you know, look at my stuff. Here's some comics or whatever, you know, see if there's anything you like. And and he was like, nothing is catching my, oh my goodness. And then he saw that, he saw that I had, it was like pristine condition and, I, and it was filled with all sorts of, oh, my Vader helmet was filled with all sorts of the figures. And, um, and he, uh, he took that, he took that from me. Oh man. Yeah. Aww. And I just remember seeing that leave and I was just like, holy shit, I am never going to part with any of my toys or my comic books again. <laughs> was, it was so, it was, it was torturous um, to see him walk out the door with my childhood like that. Now, Dan, uh, now that you're like a successful actor and everything, have you bought that stuff back? Like, have you gone and sought those toys out once more? Yeah, what was really cool was um, during uh, Fanboys, um, we were, well, here's the thing. So, I was in college and I really didn't have that much money to like be frivolously buying toys and comic books anymore. So I put all my stuff in storage and then I did, and then I wasn't like buying much. And I kind of got this weird like notion where I was just like, you're a man now, you know, <laughs> it's like, you have to, you know, stop with the comic books already and the toys. <laughs> and I was just like, all right. So then, uh, so, but then I did, fanboys where they were just like here is your paycheck and for <laughs> rehearsal would you like to come with us to the comic book store you know we were like, what oh my god i'm getting paid to so yeah so fanboys happened and then it just rekindled my love of you know comic book wednesdays and 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 then i i I didn't replace a lot of the toys because that was really hard to replace a lot of that stuff. Right. But I, I bought new Star Wars toys and um, a lot of hand Solo stuff. Like, um, and like the new stuff was cool because, you know, the old, the old guys were so stiff. You know, they were just mm -hmm. like, the old mm -hmm. toys were so stiff. And the newer toys, they were obviously more detailed. Um, so I started getting some of that and I got like, uh, I, I, I just like, went nuts with it. I was just like, I'm going to catch up for all the time that I, <laughs> that I lost here. And my, my trailer for fanboys was head to toe covered in every poster that I had on my walls as a kid and little figures, stuff, Aww. little, you know, you know, X-Men, Star Wars stuff hanging around my trailer. And 
Yeah, man, that that really rekindled it. I, I've 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 continued to, to you know buy the comic books on a regular basis, but uh, nice. Yeah, I haven't really you know continued to buy the toys that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I do like the shirts, you know. I get I, I definitely do that. Sure. That's <laughs> right. Like, that's right. We got shirts. the memo. <laughs> yeah. We got the memo. The Star Wars podcast. Put on yeah, the right. Star Wars shirt. Um, wh- what comics are you reading right now, Dan? Of Star Wars. What comic books am I reading of Star Wars? Um, yeah. Anything with Han Solo and Chewie on the cover, and or Darth Vader. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, those are the ones that I gravitate toward. Um, and I, I also like those covers. Anything with like a cover that ha- that it looks like the the toy in the box, you know, they do that yeah, sometimes. Those are cool. Love those. Those are cool. I'll always grab one of those. Yeah. I'm a fan of the, the original trilogy. You know, I, I, I dig, I, I, I dig some of the newer stuff, but um, I actually have some good ideas about how to make those newer movies better. <laughs> mm. Oh, great. Uh, okay. I want to hear about them. I want to hear, I want to hear about your opinion about the uh, newer trilogy. As I have opinions for days, and so does my companions. But please enlighten yeah. us. Okay, give us some thoughts here, Dan. Uh, well, of course, you know my favorite character is Han, and um, <clears throat> so, like for <laughs> for some reason, I missed the memo that he was getting offed. I didn't. I didn't know. That. <laughs> I thought that they, I thought that they gave him enough. You know, money. I heard. I heard. I, heard, I read an article where they were like, "Yeah, Harrison got enough money for all three movies. He's he's through the whole thing." And I don't, I don't know, or maybe I just like made that up in my head because that's what I wanted, you know. Uh, yeah. And I I'm watching I'm watching uh, the movie, the the first one. What what was the first one? The Force Awakens. That's yep. yeah. Yeah. Sitting in the movie yep. theater, and I'm seeing the scene. I'm like, whoa! Why are they? Why is hand walking out toward Kylo? I'm <laughs> just like, wait a minute, why are they, why are they reenacting the Obi Wan scene from Star Wars? Like, what's going on here? <laughs> you know, like with Vader and Obi Wan, I was like, this isn't right. And then, then there's like some guys, some other movie goers who were like sitting a couple seats down, and they like looked over at me and they were like, oh, you don't know, man. <laughs> and I was just like, what? What's going on? <laughs> and then. They killed Han, those bastards. <laughs> and I, I, I turned into Luke from Empire. I literally, I literally jumped out of my seat screaming, no! Oh. I looked over to the guys and they were like, yeah. And I was just like, that's impossible! <laughs> and I like, Fell to the, I fell out of the movie theater, just like falling forever. Yeah! <laughs> and it took me a while to actually go back and finish the movie. Um, that's one thing I would change. I think that <laughs> I would keep, I, I, would, I would keep Han till the very, very end. <laughs> you know, yes! I don't, I don't understand why they killed him off. I mean, I kind of do, but... I think that he should have been the very last one to go um, simply because I yeah. feel like it should have been him at the very end, the last movie um, 
Skywalker Rises. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. The Rise of Skywalker. I think that um, it should have been Han at the end there trying to speak, talk reason to, to Kylo, you know, and then maybe he's off. Now, this is what I would change. Go for it. Um, and you tell me if you think it would be a million times better or not. <laughs> okay, so do you you guys remember the fuck with their names? Jace, Jason and Jana, the twins from yes. the, the yeah. series. The yep. book series. The real children, yes. I remember. Yeah. <laughs> uh I say that you should that they should have been that they should have been twins. That they robbed us, that it the first series is about the, the Skywalker father, and then it's the Skywalker son. It's got to be about the Skywalker grandson and granddaughter. It's got to be. All right? And um, they fucking fucked us with that. <laughs> making, <laughs> making her kin of the, of the emperor, which I, I'm sure J.J. Abrams was just like, ah, shit, let's flip a coin. <laughs> Fuck that, the emperor. Like, I feel like that's what they did, you know? Uh, but, um, but, okay, so just go with me here. They're... Going along this, the sky, it's, it's called the Rise of Skywalker. I mean, come on. It's just like, it's like, guys, we made all the merchandise already. It's like, fuck you. It's going to be the Emperor. It's like, you know, it's weird. Uh, so, okay, so the twins, they're, they're born. Uh, Han and Leia are, you know, not talking. And Leia has a force dream. She's like, whoa. Ben might be, you know, this this kid might be trouble, you know. And she sends she sends him over to Luke to make sure that you know he keeps fucking tabs on him, and takes lay uh, takes a Ray, and is just like, whoa, she's she's actually really special, and they're going to be hunting her, and she needs to be hidden, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so they plan on. There's a story there in my parallel universe where baby Ray is, is just like handed off from one smuggler to the next, to the next, to the next. till so she finds her way back to the, where does she end up on? Tatooine? Jakku. Or Jakku? Yeah. Um, so she has no fucking clue who her parents are. She thinks the last people that were her parents were the, just the, the fucking, you know, smugglers that dropped her off there and sold her, you know? So now she's there. And she makes her way back to Leia, but Leia is told that her baby died. She died, right? That's tragic. So she has died. this connection with Ray. She's like, wait a minute, are you, are you mine? And maybe they do figure that out at some point. Um, but there's that. And then, now Kylo and Ray, all right? They're starting their romance, just like Luke and Leia. <laughs> but Luke finds out it's his sister, and he has a, uh, a rational response to that. <laughs> He's like, why? Well, I don't want to kiss her anymore. <laughs> and Hans is a good guy, so, you know. Except Kylo is the, the opposite of that. He goes full on fucking jealousy, rage. What do you fucking mean? She's my fucking sister. <laughs> like, I, and I can't have her. 
and I'm a, I'm a monster, <laughs> you know, like, okay, yeah. to get to that reality. And then Ray and Finn, they get together. Love it. And, and they are hot and heavy. <laughs> and the more that they love each other, the more it, it kills Kylo. Now that's fucking, that's, myth, that's myth, mythological, tragic deliciousness. Mm, that's mm. canon as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> yeah. oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, so that at the end, it's that he goes full, full. It's he, he's, he's, he completes, he's the, he's the um, you know, Luke never fully gets there to the dark side. So Kylo has to, he has to fully get there <laughs> to, to, for him to become good. <laughs> it's, it's such a, it just <laughs> robs us. He should go full fucking evil. He should be on the brink of becoming good. And find out. And find out okay. What? You're my fucking sister? <laughs> Maybe. Uh, and then, you know, and then he's, then he's like a weird, just a weird freak, you know? And then, um, and then we find out that, uh, you know, and then all these people try to come out of the woodwork to, to talk reason to him, to, you know, stop what you're doing. You're going to fucking... And, okay, so then Kylo's eliminated. He has to be. And maybe at oh, the so end... In your version, Dan, you're, you're saying take Ben out of it. Like, he no, does Kylo get to... Kylo has him. to be killed. I'm saying Kylo's killed in the third okay. movie, right? Just like okay. he was in the last movie, but he's killed because okay. he's a... He's, he has to be. He's a fucking menace to society. And he almost, he almost <laughs> kills himself, you know? It's like that kind of thing. And, and maybe he does, maybe he does sacrifice himself so that Ray can actually live on in happiness. Um, but then what happens is the next three, Ray and Finn's kids, okay? Twins Who knows? again? Maybe they have a bunch of kids, you know, okay. and they're all force sensitive. And that seemed, it's just fucking happy. It's all happiness, you know? But then Ray has this splinter in her mind of, we can't ever let their, the dark side can never, ever, ever rise again. So she becomes fascist to the point of, we have to squelch the dark side. And she gets so obsessed with making sure that her kids, and, you know, nobody fucking rises to the dark side that she starts to become hated and resented. And then you have that story, you know, that's, that's oh, my, that's my uh, parallel universe. Discuss. I like it, man. It's intense. I like it. I like it. Yeah. It's funny. We actually had an episode where Jason argued that Han should have died. And I argued that he should have lived till the last one. And I won the argument. No, I'm not. I'm not help uh, you with the argument. Yeah. <laughs> now it's two to one, Dan. Now it's two okay. to one. Now, now I'm just. Yeah, it's, it's three to one. <laughs> I'm, I'm glancing blows. Oh, Peter's in there too now. Okay. Yeah, it's like it's Lucas's original treatments. No one dies until the very end, and then it's just Luke who becomes one with the Force. That's that's the fantasy story we all want. We don't we don't want everyone to die in these films. Yeah. 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 I mean, I think I think we can all agree like that original trilogy trio, if you will you know, having them kind of go out the way they did, it just felt very kind of undercut. You know, you just, you, you wanted to kind of go for one last adventure with them, 
you wanted to see what it was going to be like in this new kind of revamped version of whatever Star Wars we're going to continue into. And I think there was room in the story for that. Yeah. I think there was Why definitely room for Luke get a girl. Why is that so yeah. hard? Bring in Mara Jade. He, he doesn't <laughs> have to go full monk fella. on the island. No. <laughs> yeah, that would have been cool. Yeah. You know? Have Luke having raising a family on his island. Yeah. Yeah, man. Like what 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 if he what, here, what, what if he was like even me. hiding his own identity from his family? What if there was something like that? What if Luke basically, you know, he he was hiding that he was even Luke Skywalker? And when Ray yeah. goes to meet him, she kind of pulls the veil back and now his family is like, what the hell is going on? Maybe Luke has even had the ability to dampen or even block a little bit of the force within his children he's so powerful but you know who knows i don't know and how cool how cool would it have been if you don't you didn't need the emperor in those last three if kylo rose to the his suddenly kylo shooting fucking you know purple yeah. force energy yeah. you know at the at the third movie you know and um and then it's then luke han fucking everybody has to come out of the the woodwork and they all get killed in that battle. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's yeah. Ray has to, you know, that would have been cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I feel like Han dying in the first movie was just like a contract with Harrison. Be like, hey, Harrison, we know you always wanted to kill Han. If you come back for this movie, we'll kill Han for you. And he was like, yeah. okay, cool. Well, well did you guys yeah. read? Did, I mean, like, did you guys read there was a there was a Hollywood reporter uh, little snippet that came out and Harrison Ford was praising the script for Force Awakens. He's like, I love it. It's the best best thing ever. It's amazing. It's a, and as soon as I read this article, I was like, he dies. He <laughs> dies in this because he did not want to come back for Return of the Jedi. That's why they froze him off in Carbonate because Lucas wasn't sure about some of his contract stuff going into six. Oh, wow. He was like, oh man, you wow. know what? Well, hey, I've got a back door here. In the event that things don't work out, we can say he's off somewhere, you know? But when they brought him back, when I said when he was singing the praises of seven, I'm like, oh man, I think I don't I don't know if he's lasting. I don't think he's going beyond it. Oh man, yeah, there was a <laughs> I was reading some of those articles where <laughs> where he was just like Harrison Ford, uh, you know, breaks both of his legs on set. Where <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude, he's like, it's like what am I these Falcon doors, they're, they're real. They're real. They used to be wood. You know, in my day, these are real. You know? And then he's just like looking around, just being like, whoops. Oh, you know? Yeah, falls on it. Oh, my legs. Jeez, uh, I don't think I can work today. Uh, you write me out, right, JJ? Get me off the floor. Uh, you know? <laughs> that's, that's when I, I kept on reading, reading these things. I was like, oh, he's trying to milk it. You know, he's pulling a Brando here. You know, he's He's yeah, showing up late. He ain't, read, he ain't read the script yet, but uh, yeah, it's. Uh, I, I yeah, I, I was hoping that it. Man, he's the reason. He's the reason you. He's the reason you come back, you know, mm -hmm. and to ha that scene with him and the scene with him as the. Memory ghost. Yeah, mm -hmm. um, with Ben, that was that was you know that was really kind of sweet. Um, but it's it made me like fuck. He should be still here. He should yeah. still be yeah. here, piloting the fucking the Falcon. Although that yeah. it was wonderful to see Lando. It was wonderful to see Lando come sure. back. And how cool uh, would it have been, Dan? Like to yeah. see you know Kylo or Ben, Ben and Han like at the controls together. You know what I mean? Oh. Like, just like kind of going into the battle on Exegol or just some, at some point in the story, like, you know, there is that redemptive arc that comes in and, you know, Kylo sees the error of his ways and you just see, you see Han look over to his son and say, punch it, kid. 
Yeah. And like, oh, dude, just oh. chills. You know what I mean? Just like chills. chills. You know? Chill. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like The Rise of Skywalker was just trying to retcon everything to The Last Jedi did that people were upset about. They're like, ah, oh, they didn't like this. We're changing. Ray's not a nobody. She's a uh, faculty. Yeah, we'll do it. It's fine. It's fine. It felt like two and a half movies jammed into one movie. It felt like they were really trying to stick a lot in. They were really trying to do the best they could with obviously where they were at. You know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think that's primarily the... The fan can long side. <laughs> but Dan, I hear you also are a fan of oh, Mandalorian. Yeah. Though I think Mandalorian is saving the whole franchise, as far as I'm concerned. Um, and check out the Dandalorian. That's that's when I put my dub my voice over. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's pretty hysterical. I awesome. realized what I realized early on watching the Mandalorian. I was like. Wow, he you can't see his lips and he hardly talks. So I am going yeah. to I'm going to dub my voice over this like <laughs> <laughs> And uh, they're funny, man. It's, it's it's good stuff. Um I love the show. I, I really do. I always wanted, you know, I, I, I was hoping, you know, that solo was gonna begin before I even knew what solo was, I was hoping it was gonna begin with Boba Fett climbing out of the Sarlacc pit, you know. Mm-hmm. Like I love I love I love the I love the Boba Fett character. I love the Mandalorian whole idea. And so it was really and I hear that Boba Fett's coming back and then it's he's coming into the next season, yeah. right? Or he he yeah. made it, he yeah. made an appearance in the first season for like a second, I think. I think I mean that was kind of a fun more like cameo for the fans like you had to like adjust the lighting on the screen just to be able to see him but uh right. but but does that mean he climbed out of the fucking well, i think in season two it does but i think in season one that was just like a fun little yeah let's just throw him in there for the the diehard fans who are gonna you know look in the shadows yeah. for for weird little easter eggs like that yeah. and the jingling of the spurs on his boots there because he did have spurs <laughs> and sound design things yeah man yeah i love it um yeah that was uh, Boba Fett was my favorite toy. I had the the big the dolls. Remember the, the, the yeah yeah uh, Which ones? yeah he he was awesome because they were they were fully you know they had their wrists could move and they were like right no no they weren't they were kind of stuck like that but he had all sorts of toys and cool he had all sorts of weapons and stuff. And Did he have the rocket pack? Did he the have rock- the rocket pack on his back? That's cool. Yeah, that thing was awesome. I'm enjoying the series quite a bit. I think, uh, did we find out what's the deal with Baby Yoda? Like, what's his deal? Is he... No, we have Still haven't. a mystery. Still He's a mystery. Still yeah. That's cool. Cool. I love the whole... Yeah. I love the whole lone wolf and, and cub aspect to it. I think that's awesome. Mm. And I was talking to uh, Vic the other day. I was saying that it reminds me of Samurai Jack. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, where he's going town to town and the reluctant hero and he's like, I gotta keep moving and they're just like, but we need your help. You know? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love that. Um <laughs> what else? Who's coming up in the uh who's coming up in the next season that uh, you guys are excited about? Ahsoka yeah. Tano. yeah, Rosario Dawson's yeah. coming on as Ahsoka Tano. Uh Ooh, you got Timothy yeah. Oliphant coming on as uh, they haven't named the character yet. Deborah Chow is going to helm the Obi-Wan series once they kind of figure out the writing behind that. They put some things oh. in hiatus. Um, but yeah, I mean, the, the, the show is doing so well. Mandalorian is doing so well. They're talking about a lot of other offshoot or spinoff standalone Star Wars series on the Disney Plus 
app. Yeah. So that's exciting, man. What'd you guys think of the solo movie? I, I, I had fun. Mm-hmm. I had fun with it. You know what? I wanted to go into a film. I wanted to have fun in Star Wars. I love that period where it feels very original trilogy. It's dirty. It's grimy. Uh, I don't think you're ever going to replace Harrison. It's too, it's too difficult. I mean, no matter what, when I look at, uh, I, he's doing a great job. Uh, him and Glover are doing fantastic riffing off each other. It's great to see Chewie, but it's just not Lando and Han when I look at them, but it's a version of them, but I still was able to kind of bypass that and have fun. I was hoping personally that they were going to do a little bit of a trilogy, if you will, of having a solo film be number one, build into a Lando movie being number two, and then mm. have the third movie moving towards this kind of Boba Fett thing to where you've got these kind of scoundrels coming together to where mm. it happens in between episode three and episode four, this 18 year period where, Hey man, what's going on in the criminal underworld? How does this scoundrel and this smuggler work together? How does this bounty hunter work over here? Cause when you hear Han say Boba Fett, Boba Fett, where he clearly knows who he is. So what is that history? Did they ever do a job together? Did it go wrong? Like have more heist, have more stakes, have more kind of like things happening behind the scenes. That was my hope, you know? Yeah, yeah. Boba Fett is just constantly chasing after him to, for, for Jabba. Totally, totally, man. I mean, I thought the movie was plain. Like I thought, like I didn't like the way they gave him the name, like an imper- imperial officer is the one giving him his last name. I didn't like that at all. And then it's like, cue to the title, Solo. I was like, no, don't, don't do that to me. I already hate you. Um, <laughs> um, I mean, I didn't think there was necessarily anything bad about it, but it, there wasn't anything great about it to me, which just made it kind of plain. Like, it was just a flat line for me. I was like, all right, well, that, that happened. Cool. Yeah, I, I really liked it from a, a technical perspective. I think we're seeing so much of that technology they developed for the film get played up in the Mandalorian, especially, you know, the Mandalorian looks like a goddamn piece of cinema and that's because of the technology they developed for solo specifically. But, um, you know, I don't know. I just, I, nothing against the actors, but I, I, to me, Ansel just isn't, uh, he's not Harrison Ford. You know, he's a, he's a, a rich kid from Beverly Hills and Harrison Ford was a, you know, 31 year old carpenter who went home and had a six pack every night. And like, that's Han Solo. Mm-hmm, like, mm-hmm, I just don't mm-hmm. give a fuck. If you don't like yeah. my work, I don't care. I'm just going to go back and do some carpentry now. <laughs> and that sort of devil may care quality is an important thing to have in the character. And I'm, it just didn't, it just didn't resonate as Han Solo for me. I like the, I like the idea yeah. of, uh, of having this, this the spin-off trilogy where it's Han and, uh, and Lando and then uh, maybe Boba. Um, I would like to see the, uh, what's it called? The Kashyyyk? What's the name of the, the, the moon where, where Chewie, the Wookiees, yeah. yeah. Kashyyyk, yeah. Uh, yeah. I'd love to see like an Avatar style movie with yeah. the Wookiees. Yeah. Where you see them like organized battling, you know, Native American, you know, warfare, mm-hmm. and uh, and then it culminates in that's how Chewie dies, right? He's like, he, he the moon blows up or some shit, right? That that would be mm-hmm. a great standalone movie, I think, like an epic send off for him. Yeah, because in the in the expanded universe, he he dies in a ship explosion, I believe. Nah, it's There's a planet something... explosion. But planet. It's... Is it okay? 
Yeah, because she well, blows up, right? Or, or like a, a planet crashes into Kashyyyk. Yeah, it's, you know, the Yuuzhan Vaughn is invading and he makes that That's right. awesome last stand. And, right. you know, it, it, it's funny, like fans are still up, or at least they were until these new movies. They were so up in arms about that for, you know, 15 years. And yeah. I didn't know yeah, how easy they had it. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Dan, if you had the reins, uh, obviously you just pitched like the Chewy thing on Kashyyyk with like a Pandora kind of avatar kind of vibe. If you had the reins and you had the opportunity to pitch something to Star Wars, it could be a standalone feature. It could be a trilogy. It could be a series. You know, like what what excites you, dude, like in your your hive of thoughts? Ooh, yeah. What would I do? I think that there's definitely... Like what you were saying before, where hand like maybe what about like a fucking like a like a real like gritty noir um, crime drama crime drama set in the Jab Jabba world, the Tatooine world, uh, Moe's Eisley's like, and you have you have the backdrop of you know the the middle three movies, in, excuse me, in the back of these bounty hunters, you know, spice runners, you know, that, that kind mm -hmm, of thing. Mm -hmm. I think that would be cool. So you have, so you have, you can have like real uh, mixed footage where you have real footage from the real Star Wars, real Han Solo there, you know, and use mm -hmm. the technology from today to actually splice in a scene where you're like having a scene with that Han Solo. That's mm -hmm. fucking cool. Mm -hmm. um, and uh yeah that yeah try to recreate that 80s style star wars universe yeah. um that would be awesome i think would be great would you do it as a feature a series trilogy how would you attack that i think it'd be cool as a let's say a series have it go on for a long long time i feel like I, you know star wars sopranos like holy shit uh, yeah that would be cool um, I don't know if that's the right <laughs> you know, combo, but but like you know, dark dark mobsters in the in the uh, Star Wars world. Yeah, that's awesome. I mean, I guess that's that's kind of solo, but I'm talking about in the height of Han Solo's career, mm -hmm. and and or maybe it's you know maybe you're uh, you know and in that world there are bounty hunters who are constantly looking for han 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 i'm having issues <laughs> i can't decide i can't decide whether it was, if i want to go with the lando style or you know a regular uh han i'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with han <laughs> uh, just to piss off harrison yeah. for some more you guys do you guys know you guys know what your star wars names are it's your names backwards right yes. uh I Don't you not, like flip yeah. the first letters of your first name to the front? Yeah, kind so, of that. Yeah, yeah my yeah. name is. Uh, well, I get, yeah. So my yeah, I, it's just you. You flip the, 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 the you turn your first name around. My first it. name is Daniel, so it's Lee Nad, Nad for sure. <laughs> Lee Nad, <laughs> Relgoff. That's my ah. that's my Star Wars name. Lee Nad Relgoff. Uh, is a, uh, a pilot for the the, uh, the the rebel resistance. That's that's who I am. Rebel <laughs> resistance. You would be in the rebel yes. resistance. <laughs> what do you mean? See, I keep saying to these guys, I'd be I'd be on the dark side because the dark side has cool clothing. 
like all black, epic lightsabers and lightning powers. Wait, what's your side. name backwards though? Uh, Ar Arivik, Ar Ar wait, Ar Arya Torvik. Arya Torvik, the scourge of the galaxy. <laughs> yeah, sounds like a Game yes. of Thrones name, but all right. <laughs> Call it well, Arya Torvik. I've been telling. <laughs> Orientovic. No, it's it's funny because I pitched like a really mature Star Wars uh, series where they call it the Outer Rim, and it's mature rated. Yeah. Rim. <laughs> Don't neglect the inner rim. <laughs> uh, Dan, I know yeah. because you have to go soon. Um, I want you to talk a little bit about your uh, heavy metal comic yeah, book dude, series awesome. to the boys here. Yeah, Brooklyn Gladiator. So um, the last storm, I guess, is is my Star, is my Star Wars series, like um, my my homage to big, epic, sprawling, dystopian sci-fi. So the last storm uh, is the umbrella title. So I have I have two titles under that umbrella coming out with heavy metal: uh, the last storm, Brooklyn Gladiator, and the last storm, uh, Fishkill. Brooklyn Gladiator is my uh, dystopian sci-fi. It's um, homage to Star Wars, to The Matrix, to Akira, um, Mad Max. Uh, it's uh, it takes place in twenty thirty-three. Um, the sun is changing, and uh, it's leaking out core radiation, which um uh heightens our or, or speeds up our evolution so every every this is a real thing like every every 30,000 years the sun leaks this energy and they think it may have to have something to do that's the missing link you know how that that's can explain a lot about um how our dna is mutating so now it's happening again in 2033 and the powers that be are doing everything they can to keep the status quo they're blocking out the, the sky um with uh, chemical fog and um and the, what's happening is like like akira and like star wars um people are starting to uh awaken to their psychic abilities no matter how much the the government uh, and the powers that be are marinating the citizens um with you know nanotechnology and like the hardest drugs ever and you know just dumbing it's redacted information just dumbing down society and the our main hero john miller is rejecting all of it and he's learning to astral project and he's learning all of these uh psychic abilities um and he's seeing through that he's he just seeing through the lies and he does whatever he can to get out of america and he almost like just kills himself just trying to get out of america and once he gets to canada he realizes that the rest of the world is mired in a very high tech world war 3 world war 4 and it's right at america's doorstep but outside of america in the sunlight his abilities start to blossom and he becomes a very powerful jedi uh and he goes from being this you know brooklyn 
deathmatch winning, you know, astral projecting Robin Hood to this, like the most powerful psychic on the planet. And he goes to free the world, essentially. That's that's my pitch in a nutshell. How about that? Awesome. Nice. I love nice, it, man. Um, yeah, I heavy like metal. Uh, all these titles come out. Um, I have Moon Lake, Fishkill, and, and uh, Brooklyn Gladiator, and they all come out uh, in July. So, so please check them out and reach out to me. Uh, reach out to me. Yeah. At Fogler's Fictions on Instagram, and let me know what you think about it. Um, yeah, I plan on just making the this content for a long, long time. Awesome. Nice. Well, we're gonna we're gonna have to have you come back on and talk yeah. more Star Wars, and then uh, once your comics come out, uh, we will talk about those as well. All right, I'd love to. Thanks yeah. for having me, Dan. Right. This was a blast, man. Thank of you. Course. Thank you. Uh, my pleasure, man. And where where else can we find you, Dan? Besides Fogler Fictions, take a sip at of water. Mr. Dan Fogler um, on Twitter. Okay. And uh, yeah, just Twitter and Instagram. That's that's my that's where I've been. Oh, and um, uh, the Forty Experience Podcast, Dan Fogler's Forty Experience Podcast. Uh, that is my podcast um, where we talk about movies and you know pop culture and spin off into politics and conspiracy theories and all sorts of crazy stuff. Uh, so definitely check that out. I'm doing a live show. Uh, June 20th, and we're going to have Cooper Andrews and Kevin Smith are my guests. So that's going to be a good one. That's a nice one. When is this coming out? When when does this air? Peter? Peter? Uh, Not tomorrow. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) It'll probably be out in a a few weeks. We have uh, two, three other shows that have yet to be released, but I I imagine end of... uh, in about a month or so, yeah. Cool. I'll text you. All right, Dan. Just just for uh, clarity, man, real quick on your Twitter account, do you have the young man with his hand kind of to his temple like this as your profile yeah, avatar? Okay, yeah. cool, cool, cool. Yeah, the awesome. one with uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm excellent, the verified one. <laughs> do you know? Do you know Rob Pryor over at Heavy Metal? One of the artists that works with Heavy Metal? He does like a lot of live painting stuff at like the Comic Cons, oh, Emerald totally. City. Yeah, yeah. I've met him yeah. many times. He's he's amazing. Yeah. yeah, dude. Paints with both hands. I did some work with yeah. him for about two or three years. Oh, cool. What were you doing? You were you were writing? So I, I was apprenticing with him. So basically anything that was comic laden, whether it was page layout, composition, splash, double spread, I would do all the ghost penciling. I would do all the you're, layout you're work. you're a penciler, man. Oh, cool, man. Yeah. So I do all that stuff. And then um, I got some concept artwork over to Benaroy Pictures that way. But yeah, it was uh, just interesting to kind of like work in that world and kind of meet people and uh, just good times. Send me your stuff, man. I, I mean, I, I have three titles that, you know, I'm always looking yeah, for it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. Appreciate it. Awesome. All right. Well, this has been the Rebel and the Rogue podcast, which you can find us on the Electric Now app. Download that today. I am Bevan, co-pilot Jason Tobias, and Commander Peter Holmstrong. Thank you so much for coming here, guys. Thank you. Thank you, Dan. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Under fire and always in trouble, C-3PO and R2-D2. The Star Wars droids. Uh.
collection of their greatest adventures before Star Wars. This podcast is a production of the Electric Surge Network.